Hi, this is iHeartRadio's Carol Miller from Q1043 in New York, back with our friends Nigel Pierce and Alan Thompson in Britain. On this podcast, we give you a taste of real local British radio as we hear the guys directly on the air, and it is different from American radio. This time, an interview with legendary Scottish songstress Maggie Bell, formerly with the group Stone the Crows, label mate on Atlantic with Led Zeppelin, and solo artist. We'll hear what's up with Maggie, Alan, and Nigel on this edition of UK Radio. Ah, what a way to start the program. That is a run-through mix. That wasn't the final mix. That was a run-through mix that Elvis did for Devil in Disguise. Starting out today's Groove Britain on Future Radio 107.8 FM with Nigel Pearce at the helm once again. And I'm ably assisted yet again by... Alan Thompson on Swindon 105.5 FM and our guest station Fantasy Radio... 97 in uh, devices and also to listeners in america via the podcast on uk radio courtesy of carol miller at waxq fm and what about 104.3 because that's what her call sign is it not it is indeed that's the uh, frequency in the uh, in the big apple well i'm pleased to say that uh, we've got a couple of interesting guests lined up today uh, nigel which uh, i was really great to, to be uh, back in the studio again and uh, i was just thinking you know that uh, tv themes sometimes um they actually became hit singles for the artist concerned but they tend to get overlooked you never hear them on the radio nowadays however we're going to rectify that today and in 1979 although this particular track wasn't issued until 1980 commercially there was uh, a new series starring dennis waterman called minder uh, and uh, he he recorded uh, the song I Could Be So Good For You. However, although it became the theme from Minder, I wonder how many people know it was originally recorded by Gerard Kenny. But uh, there we are. Let's give uh, Dennis a whirl now. Oh, that takes me back to the good old days of Thames Television and... Uh, I could be so good for you now. George Cole may not be around anymore. Dennis Waterman found other things to do, but we're very privileged to have on the line uh, ever talented, themed and famed TV singer amongst things that this lady's done. Uh, the wonderful, talented Maggie Bell. Maggie, good afternoon to you. Hello. Oh, well, there's that, another Scottish brogue. That that was that was a blast from the past, the Dennis Waterman thing. <laughs> it was indeed because well, the same get the same guy, Mike Moran, wrote Taggart. Oh, really? That's uh, that's interesting because we're going to play uh, No Mean uh, Mean City, but we wanted to have a chat to you first, uh, Maggie. By the way, it was Nigel that came on to you first, and it's me, Alan. Now, I tell you what. <laughs> so, hello, Alan. Yeah, hello. Oh, don't say hello. Don't say hello to the riffraff, <laughs> Maggie, because you know, the fact that uh, he missed me out this time. You wait, sure. You know, I'm always I'm always very careful with Alan. I never I never let him sit there twiddling his thumbs. But uh, when he speaks to you, he just misses me out. I think that's gratitude, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, he'll get that's in with you. It is. Uh, is that what they call it? You'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Maggie, uh, sorry, not to talk to you about the, the music. But first of all, uh, your current tour. Where are you touring at the moment? Well, I'm off to uh, Montrose. That's in Scotland. I'm yeah. on off there next <laughs> yeah. Friday. Wasn't aware of that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Well, it's the way, just, you, it's the way just, you said that's in Scotland. Scotland yeah, yeah, as, assuming that us. Well, now, uh, when I say to people, I'm going to Montrose. Oh. That's in Switzerland. <laughs> no, as you know, Alan, from, from many years standing, and I'm not going to go any further, 
not all us people down south of the wall are uneducated, you know. <laughs> well, we have got the best education uh, system in the world up in Scotland, you know that. That's yes. why all the royals send the kids up there to school. <laughs> 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 that, that's the reason why. Uh, <laughs> I've got to ask you, with, with, with regards to the, uh, to the tour at the moment, of course, um, uh, so, some, should we say, more mature uh, listeners would uh, remember you from Stone the Crows, as it were. In the, the current tour, and in fact, when you do live shows nowadays, do you uh, feature much of the, the material that was Stone the Crows? Well, one or two of the songs, but I've moved on since then, darling. <laughs> yes, well, I thought you probably had by an interview we yeah. did, I think, about 12 years ago. But uh, I was going to say, if I can just go back to that era for the moment, not necessarily that group, but to the era. I mean, in the influences in the, the 1970s, because pop music at that time had divided itself into uh, two very clear camps. One was, if you like, Candy yeah. Floss pop or bubblegum the others yeah. were, or the other side of it was uh, progressive rock uh, s- uh, sort of thing is that where you saw yourself at the time when you started out yeah because it's a good name you put, put there like progressive rock that's when people and bands and groups all started to write their own material yeah whereas before that the candy floss lot they had people that wrote for them they, they, were, mm. they had hit makers in the back room writing hit songs but that era was everybody was writing their own material. So, so it expanded our mind, if you like. Yeah, so is that how you, you, you wanted to be seen in the business, writing your own material and performing your own music? Well, you had to, really, because that, that was the scene in those days, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, certainly. I mean, most of the stuff that we listened to came from America, and we couldn't, we couldn't um, do the same kind of fantastic job as the Americans did, you know? Mm. So you had, to write, you had to write your own material. Well... When you started out with the uh, with the band, uh, I just I don't want to uh, harp too much on the, about the 1970s. But at that particular time, uh, when you were recording, say radio shows like for John Peel's, uh, you know, Top yeah. Gear and uh, other live programs from Radio One, as it was uh, at that time, were there any groups that you worked with that you you liked or you admired even? Oh yeah, I mean there was a lot. I mean, we worked with a band a lot uh, in the recording studio, a group called Yes, with John Anderson, the singer. Yes. yes. Uh, there was uh, Fleetwood Mac at that time. Uh, there was a lot of great artists at that, the Yardbirds, you know, mm-hmm. Brian Auger. It was all happening, you know, it was, it was good stuff. Mm. In fact, it was so good that when you think about it, people are still going and paying money to listen to it today. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't argue with that one. And I think at the end of the day, you know, that wasn't just a catalyst for you, Maggie. It was an inspiration um, yeah. that, that you took yourself, because you know, Alan's very kindly reminded us, yes, of your stuff with Stone the Crows. But I mean, yeah. you had you had another group around at the same time that had a great female singer with Vinegar Joe. That, that Abs- had absolutely, Elkie Brooks, absolutely. Yeah. Or as other people call her, Noah as Elizabeth Bookbinder. Mm. But uh, that's another story because, you know, but at the end of the day, the music scene had opened and I think you were one of these pioneers because... Um, yeah, well, I suppose we were, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you were pioneers. Well, Christine McVie, her name was Christine Perfect back yep. then. She was with Fleetwood Mac. She and Julie Driscoll, you've got to never oh, forget yeah. the fabulous Julie Driscoll. I mean, I went to see those, well, especially Julie Driscoll. I, I thought she was wonderful. Great singer. I went to see her at the Marquee Club. How can you better, how could Judy, I think that was the problem, that Judy could never, in many people's minds, better wheels on fire, could she? Mm. No, 
that's right, yeah. yeah. You know, it's a great fact, song. I, 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 sung, I sung that song with Brian Auger about a year ago in Germany. Yeah. And what was his reaction to your version? Oh, he was, him and I are great pals, you know I mean? He knows I, I, I'm good at the daytime job, you know? I don't <laughs> let anybody down. <laughs> no. We know, we know down here that you're good at your daytime job, my yeah. darling. So let's not be. Thank you, darling. Oh yeah, we're getting on like a house on fire, you know. But uh, that's the way it should be. But uh, you know, the funny thing is, um, your um, partner in crime there—he just said about the John Peel show and Top Gear. I don't even drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't matter at the time, did it? <laughs> it's like, well, you see it, the brain still working uh, as well. Right, I've got you know, Top Gear. Yeah, it's like the bloke that says, "Hey, like you, like the style, man. Where's, where's Top Gear?" He said, "Down at Burton's." <laughs> 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 yeah. So, what's uh, that Jeremy Clarkson job? That's what that is. Yeah. He, he's too rich for me, that man. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. w- I would like to comment, but it's interesting <laughs> about doing these these live sessions for radio. I mean, not only in the seventies at that time, but I mean to try and reproduce that sound because uh, we were talking to Sandy Newman from Marmalade um, a short time ago about uh, reproducing the sound live on stage. But if you were actually covering so one of your songs for a live radio program we say a live radio program because all those sessions were actually pre-recorded i know because i worked as a producer uh, myself at um, at radio two as you know but uh, how difficult was it for you to try and reproduce that sound on i mean in a recording studio it could probably take you uh, i don't know three or four hours to get two or three tracks down or whatever but uh, for the bbc at that time of course you had a set amount of time they say right okay you've got an hour studio time can you can you knock your three tracks out how much of a pressure was it it was, um, <clears throat> well, you see, we we were a live band. I mean, in those days, we were working, like, five or six days a week. We were a working band. We didn't stop. So um, it was, um, when we got the John Peel um, show, we knew that we had to be on the ball. Thank you, there's just a man made a delivery. Thank you, <laughs> bye-bye. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's Amazon for my goddaughter. Sorry about that, but um, others are available. The John Peel show, we we were on it, you know, because as I say, we had we worked five, six, even seven days a week. We were a university band, you know, and Polytechnic. You mentioned that we did it. Mm. Interesting, interesting. So, Alan, now you put this track up. We're all ready to go. you know, no mean city. Now everybody knows Taggart, of course. What's your recollections yeah. and feelings with this song, Maggie? Well, it was Mike, written by Mike Moran, who also wrote that Dennis Waterman ditto, ditty. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and he also and he also worked with Freddie Mercury and uh, Kabaya Monserrat. He did Barcelona. This guy's a serious. Uh, he's a serious writer. Huh? Yeah. Have you heard of Mike Moran? And he did, he did a hit back, oh God, in the 70s with Lindsay yeah. DePaul. Mm, yeah. With your, your but, own... Uh, Sorry, carry on. No, but um, Mike said, I'm writing this song, and I did, he had done two tours with me of America. Mm. And he said, Maggie, I'm writing this song, he said, for a television series. It's called No Mean City, and it's about Glasgow, and you're the only person <laughs> from Glasgow <laughs> that could sing this song. 
So that's how it came about. Well, I'd like to come back to the song in just a second, but can I just backtrack slightly? Because you'd had a hit with uh, B.A. Robertson with, uh, with Hold Me, but also you, right. you sang the, uh, the, the theme from Hazel uh, as well. Yep. Now, how did that come about? Did you, uh, was it the same sort of situation that uh, they wanted, like a gutsy singer, as it were, because your music had a tack, as it were? Uh, is that why you, you, you were asked to put together that particular song? Because... It's a very memorable theme, isn't it? Maybe not oh, a big yeah, hit, absolutely. but it's a very memorable and, well, theme. It was, it was through Andy Mackay, who's a saxophone player with uh, Roxy Music. Yeah. And Sandy and I and his wife became friends. And he says, Maggie, he says, I've been asked to write this song, a theme song for a, a detective series for Nicholas Ball called mm. Hazel. He says, would you be interested in singing the song? And I said, sure. Yeah. And you know the nice thing about that song? Not many people know this one. I think a few people. Paul Jones definitely knows this. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a nice, uh, what could I say? The, the the tempo is different from anything else. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, oh, really? Paul yes Jones, and Paul mm-hmm. Jones played harmonica in the original as well. Really? Now, well, I not, didn't not know that. Speaking of a hazel now, sorry, oh my. Yeah, hazel, yeah. a moment there. Yeah. But um, it was Andy Mackay that got me to do the... Uh, the Hazel song. Yeah, because, uh, as I say, a very memorable theme, but not uh, uh, perhaps a big hit, but uh, as soon as you heard it, on, I know it got into the to the lower reaches of the chart, but when you heard it on TV, that instantly you knew what it was. Uh, it was, was do, 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 yeah, it was, absolutely. That's great. But when we come back to No Mean City, I know, I think, well, the last time you and I actually spoke on the radio, it was this... This long ago, shall I say, that uh, ITV3 th- uh, started to repeat the Taggart series late at night. I heard your yeah. version of that up, and uh, I looked it up and found I had a copy of the uh, of the compact disc at the time. And we started to play it on the air because I, I did a weekly program uh, in yeah. those days from Great Yarmouth. And that was the last time I thought, I must get hold of you to see, uh, you know, was there any chance of uh, having that re-released as, uh, as a single? I mean, uh, this was a few years ago now, but was it ever re-released at all? Because it was a great song. Yeah, it was. No, it was re-released, but I think it was for the BBC because, no, it wasn't the BBC, it was ITV, ITV. I beg your yeah. pardon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like these companies, record companies, well, I'm old enough to say what I'm, I feel and what's in my mind. But cutting costs and you're the last person I want to pay the money out to, so uh, we finished that se- se- session with uh, Mike Moran and I. We did yeah. the second one for a new series. And uh, then they said they weren't going to play it anymore. Uh, the TV series was finished. It'd come to an end. And I thought you on the telly and it's on every bloody night in the week. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the thing, because I know ITV3 uh, started to, to re-show them. And then, yeah. of course, the, the later... Uh, series with Alex Norton, uh, of course, uh, where there was a, a variation of the theme on there. But I thought it would be lovely to have had your uh, original. But, you know, there you are. Like you've said yourself, that's uh, show business. Anyway, Maggie, thank you very much uh, for joining us uh, today. It's oh, lovely. Thank you. It's lovely to be able to speak to you again. Very best of luck with, uh, with the I'm tour. I'm your little friend. Let me say cheerio to him. Pardon? He's still there. He's there. Oh, he's still, still there. Yes. Well, see, this is the, it's a partnership they tell us here. <laughs> but at the end of the day, um, we are a great team, and it's been lovely to meet you, even if it's only in only in voice, Maggie. Um, I know, okay, then. In I know, spirit. I know I'm a I know I'm a Sasnak. I know that uh, I'm south of the wall. Uh, I'll, I'll never forget it. But the point you don't, is, you don't have to make excuses to me for that, darling. I am not making excuses. Now I don't know if you've ever coming down to this part of the country, but if you ever do, you know, where are uh, you? We're in Norwich, sunny Norwich. 
Oh yeah, I'm doing a gig with Dave Kelly there. We're doing a tour that starts September, and we're coming to Norwich. All oh, right, okay. right. Um, yeah. Just stay there. So keep for your a eyes open because I want to meet you too. Okay. <laughs> I'd like now, look, Maggie. Let's be yeah. serious a minute. When are you coming down? Because if you're coming down, I'd like to get you in the studio for an hour and do an in depth with you. Well, look, um, how can I add my, all my work's upstairs? I'm downstairs. But if you could keep your eyes open, you'll see it's, I think it'll be one of the art centres or something like that. And there's Dave Kelly and Maggie Bell's tour. Right, well, and it starts in September right we'll through we'll to uh, yeah. the Alan, 3rd of November, something yeah. like that. The, the tall fella has just stuck his thumbs up and he said, we'll sort it. So, yeah, um, yeah okay then, darling, all right. Uh, Love to meet you. Love to talk to you more and get you into the studio. It's what it's what Groove Britain's all about. We are British and we're grooving. Whether it's from the fifties or to the noughties to the nineties, whatever, it's all t- it all takes pot and part and of the people's history. I always remember this interview because this is the day that Theresa May's leaving there. Well, she's owned up that she's leaving the <laughs> the government. Well, there well, you go. go. There history you, the God making. love yeah, her. I feel sorry for her, but there there yeah. we go. But uh, that's your well, yeah. business. <laughs> uh, now, uh, have you got to go because we're going to play No Mean City, or do you want to say your goodbyes after it? I'll say goodbyes after it. Play it. Okay. There you go. There we go. Then you just stay on the line for a few more minutes. Okay. I tell you what, Maggie, I hate to cut you off in your prime, but that's an absolute... It's okay, darling. <laughs> no, seriously, I've just been discussing with Alan because uh, one of the things I like to think that I do know a little bit about is sound and production. The brass in that is absolutely wonderful. And yeah, it, yeah. It, it really builds a picture um, yep. of a city at night. Um, you yes. know, each one is a twinkling light. You know, um, you know, in a tenement blocks, you've you've got a pastiche of different colour lights all over. And I think well, you're it, bringing a tear to my. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I, you know, I'm not going to answer that because uh, I still want to meet you. There's no point in making meeting a lady if I make her cry. That's no good indeed. <laughs> but all I got to say to you is, I've been a murder. As well, well there, you, there, there you go. I tell you what. When you come down and hopefully meet you, I'd like yep. to gi- I'd like to give you a clinchly muffler. What was that? Ah, gotcha. You wait till I meet you. I'd like to give you. A, I'd like to give you. Sounds a, scary to me. It's not. It's not scary. It's actually very pleasant. It's not a Glasgow kiss type thing. Is no, it? no, 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 no. It's not a Glasgow. We we'll leave that to the experts. Yeah, yeah. we'll leave that. Work with you. <laughs> Maggie. Okay, um, lads. Hang on. Thank you. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure talking to you. It's okay. You go and get your Amazon package. <laughs> I know. Ten times a day. It's, it's murderous. It's murder. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. See you, boys. Bye-bye. 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 That was an interview with Scottish singing legend Maggie Bell, joining Nigel Pierce and Alan Thompson, giving us a taste of real British radio on our podcast series. U.S. production by Paul Locus for PLX Mastering. This is Carol Miller. See you next time on UK Radio.